Hey, everybody. Welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and updates is about developments and mainstream is about the type of developments that the mainstream can understand. Google goes crypto with Coinbase. That's right. Google. Also, you can now earn Bitcoin for listening to this and other podcasts. What do I mean by this? What is what am I trying? What am I talking about? Tell me more. Not to worry. I'll explain it all. But first, like, subscribe, follow, comment to support me. I really appreciate it. And don't forget, this is not financial advice. Use the links below to do your own research. All right. Yesterday, I told you that I will not hit you every day with a different version of the same story. There is the macro story that's holding down prices of inflation, interest rates, unemployment, war in Ukraine, and zero COVID in China causing energy, food, and supply chain issues around the world. I will let you know when I see one of these indicators changing and I will report any news in this area. But the rest of this channel will be regulation concerns, investment, partnerships, startups, and other adoption and risk stories to the world of crypto and Web3. I want to see this space succeed. I believe we are very early in the, the adoption cycle and very early in the development phase of the technology. We are just starting to see businesses pop up that serve real functions. Today's stories are just that. Let's dive right in. I'm going to share my screen. If you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below to follow along. Or you can just listen up. All right. Okay, so author Jordan Nove reports for, for CNBC. All right. Google selects Coinbase to take cloud payments with cryptocurrencies and will use its custody tool. Google will start allowing a subset of customers to pay for Google services with digital currencies early next year. In addition, Google said it would explore using Coinbase Prime, a service for storing and trading cryptocurrencies. Coinbase will move some of its applications of Google's cloud from Amazon Web Services. Okay, so what are they saying here? Um, Google is going to start is like this is all about Google Cloud and Coinbase is moving away from Amazon Web Services, which has been using for years and coin. And now they're moving to Google and Google is going to integrate payments, which Amazon has not. Now, we'll get into a little bit later, but I don't think this was part of the deal. So I'm not really sure. Like, did they, did Coinbase know that they were going to do this? Like, hey, if we move this over, will you? Will you make sure we use to you to allow people to use cryptocurrency? Well, let's get jump into this. Google is focused on diversifying their revenue streams. This makes sense because ad spending is down with this looming and looming recession and inflation. And this makes up the bulk of their revenue. And Coinbase is moving from Amazon to Google Cloud, I think is very interesting. I'm going to read you a paragraph here. The Google Cloud platform infrastructure. Oops, where did it go? Sorry. The Google Cloud Platform Infrastructure Service will initially accept cryptocurrency payments from a handful of customers in the Web3 world who want to pay with cryptocurrency, thanks to an integration with the Coinbase con Commerce Service, said Amit Zavery, who is the Vice President and General Manager and Head of Platform at Google Cloud, an interview with CNBC. Web3 is a buzzword that has come to stand for decentralized and distributed internet services that can't be controlled by internet outfits, such as Facebook or Google. Okay, so Web3 is... <sighs> 
Web3 is not, is yes, it's decentralized, but I also think of Web3 as integrating blockchain and crypto payments and ownership of digital assets into the internet. So like, I'm not, I think there's a lot of parts of it that aren't decentralized. Like, like I, I think that I'm still going to probably, I think I might still be using, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the ideal scenario is uh, all this decentralization, or is it? I mean, I guess it remains to be seen. I like the idea, so that's why I'm invested in it. I'm also not one to just just like die on my sword of conviction either. I like to question all of my assumptions, so that's what I do on this show. So what I see here is that Google Cloud is they need to diversify the revenue streams. I see Coinbase looking to increase um, infrastructure and options for people who want to use cryptocurrency, which makes sense. It also is a way another revenue stream for Coinbase because they'll be collecting fees on these transactions. So they'll earn a percentage on each transaction. So they are the basically the payment processor for Google Cloud crypto payments. Google is also looking into Coinbase Prime. They would use this to stop organization or sorry, they would use this to store organizations crypto. I think this is really interesting to me because there's a lot of people getting into the crypto custody. You saw I reported a week or two, a few week or two ago about was it the Nasdaq was now getting into crypto custody. And I, I'm assuming that's anticipation of of some sort of changes to allow companies to hold cryptocurrency on their balance sheets and not be punished for it like MicroStrategies is. MicroStrategies is is being punished for their Bitcoin holdings when the price goes up because a current currently the way that you can record those payments is not as a capital asset. So you cannot if if your if your crypto goes down and you take the loss on the value of your company, when the crypto goes back up, you can't take the gains in your company. So on paper, your business looks worse off than it really is. So I'm 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 assuming that this is going to change at some point. And that's why all this moves to get into custody are a big deal. And plus, like if you think about custody, you think about like trading stocks on the stock market with a brokerage um, or an exchange, like they have there are all these rules around custodying your your stock. So it's not going to be like Voyager like and Celsius when they went under, they took your money with them. You know, what what it should be is that they can't use your money unless you give them permission to take risk with it. So like if I'm just buying and selling crypto, I shouldn't I I should be able to get my crypto if that business goes down, but that's not how it is right now. Right now, you're a lender. So I anticipate all that to change. And I think that this might be part of that. But it's also the big biggest part is probably Google Cloud trying to diversify. However, I have more on that in a second. So Google is, uh, let's see, Google is digging deep into crypto. So check this out. I'm going to read the last two paragraphs of this article. Google had previously indicated in May that it was exploring the possibility of adding support for payments with digital currencies. And Migdal said, who's Migdal? Here's see. I'm sure that somebody at Coinbase or Google. Anyway, Google had previously indicated May that it was exploring the possibility of adding support for payments with digital currencies. And they've been in Coinbase and Google has been in discussion for months with conversations about supporting commerce transactions, cloud usage, and the prime service all happening in parallel. We decided to bring them together. So it does sound like 
the plan was, hey, we're gonna move our stuff over to you, but you gotta you gotta like help move this cryptocurrency thing along with us. And oh, by the way, we also want to make money on it, says Coinbase. Blockchain technologies such as non-fungible tokens or NFTs have become a bigger focus for Google's cloud division. Previously, Google's cloud chief, Thomas Curian, has pushed for growth in major industries such as media and retail. This year, it announced the formation of teams to drum up blockchain businesses and build tools that third-party developers can draw on to run blockchain applications. So Google's trying to get their cloud to be part of this crypto space. I think that that's really interesting. I think this is extremely bullish uh, for the long term. But remember what I said yesterday bullish does not mean the price is going to go up anytime soon without these macro indicators going up. Now, let me know what you think about this Google news. Let me know if you disagree with my perspective on, uh, on the bull on a bull market in crypto, having everything to do with, or more to everything more and everything to do with the macro environment than it does with actual stories like this. These are the type of stories that are going to give a floor to the prices in my opinion and they're also going to give utility to cryptocurrencies so which means and it's going to help build out web3 which utilizes gives utility to cryptocurrencies so as this all of this development goes up goes on we're going to continue to see more and more utility which will give value when everyone's like well, what is the value of the currency the value is going to be based on utility and so this is what we're building now it won't prices probably won't go up like i said and I don't like saying this over and over again, but until the macro environment eases and the institution money goes into risk on, I don't think anything's going to change. But I do think that these type of stories are the important ones to watch, because if this isn't happening, then crypto might not be happening. This is the most important stuff, in my opinion. All right. So let me know what you think. Move, uh, leave a comment below and I'm going to move on. All right. So this next story is very interesting, especially if you're listening on podcast right now. <laughs> All right. Author Frederick Munawa reports for Coindesk. Bitcoin Lightning enabled listen to earn podcast app gets an upgrade. The app's new model offers a simpler, more intuitive and more transparent way for listeners to earn Bitcoin. All right. So uh, I got a couple of quotes here. Bitcoin listening. Sorry, Bitcoin Listen to Earn podcast app, Fountain Podcasts, so Listen to Earn, now allows its listeners to get paid in Bitcoin for the first hour of their listening per day. Users get rewarded for listening to podcasts, engaging with promotional content, referring friends, and creating user-generated content. That's interesting. So maybe me as a podcaster, I could get money by engaging with other podcasters uh and gen user generated content well aren't i a, if i'm a user am i generating content let's kind of get into this and check this out this is all made possible by the lightning network which is built on top of the bitcoin blockchain the network enables super fast and super cheap transactions of all sizes this means that something like these micropayments are achievable with bitcoin bitcoin is known for being slow and expensive not with the lightning network so you can earn Bitcoins or Satoshis. So a, a Satoshi or a Sat is 100, 1 millionth. Let's see, it says it right here uh, to be exact. Let's see. 100 millionth of a Bitcoin. So like point like seven or eight zeros out, I guess would be, yeah, eight. 
zeros out one. And that is a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin. So you can earn Satoshi. So it's not, it's not a lot, but hey, you're earning for learning and, and earning for engaging and uh, earning for listening. And I think that's pretty awesome because eventually those sats, I do believe that Bitcoin ultimately will be around for the long run and it will be considered gold 2.0. So it's like earning tiny little like tiny little like pieces of gold over time. It could build into a little like nugget. <laughs> All just for listening to podcasts and engaging. They want to build community, and I am assuming that I am assuming there there are ads. And by listening to ads, you get to share in that revenue. I'm just assuming. All right, let's read a couple paragraphs here. Uh, in order to get paid, listeners download the Fountain app and start listening to their favorite podcast shows. The podcast selection of Fountain is similar to traditional podcast apps like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Users earn Satoshis or Sats, a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin at a random rate for the first hour of listening. Payment is made to a built-in wallet hosted by Fountain. And... Um, Users can also earn Bitcoin for listening to promoted content and referring friends and family to Fountain. Okay, so the promoted content is going to most likely going to be paid. Actually, I know it's paid because I already know this article. So you got this paid promoted content. So people are paying for it and they get a piece of it, which is really interesting because like how many users can they afford to pay? I don't know. Uh, I guess if it's like a small enough of a fraction, like if I got to pay like uh you know, $10 to promote my episode, then maybe for listening, you get like a penny. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's keep moving. Users can also fund their in-app wallet with Bitcoin if they want to increase their engagement levels. So you can, it says earned Bitcoin can be transferred out or used to pay for likes and comments. So if you want to like or comment on a podcast, which I don't know of any podcast platforms that have comments, you know, maybe Spotify does. I don't think so, though. I mean, I listen to Spotify. I use Spotify myself. So this is really interesting. I like the idea of engagement on a podcast platform. I like the fact that my users are, are a, my listeners are able to earn podcast money. So let's keep moving. More creative listeners can create l clips of their favorite episodes. And if other listeners engage with those clicks clips by liking or commenting the creators of the clips receive bitcoin from the engagement clips can be created edited and published within the app for free so basically i could take a bunch of all the content that i'm consuming to report this information and i can create clips of it and to it in better help you not have to do all the work like I want you to come here to my show because I'm consuming all this information and then I'm 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 curating it. I'm curating the information I get and editorializing it with my own opinion. But like if I could put together a bunch of clips from all these different podcasts that I listen to, I think that that'd be really interesting because you might just want to listen to like two minutes here, four minutes there, etc. So I think this is really awesome. Now, podcasters, on the other hand, well, I only get paid if you choose to pay me. I also get paid if you pay to post a comment. So this is good for me because I want to build an audience. And now you are incentivized to listen. And as my audience gets bigger, some will want to support me, as I believe some of you do now with your likes and comments. And by the way, please rate this podcast or leave a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, give me a thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, it helps support me. Um, we also need something like this po podcast platform for YouTubers. Like, why wouldn't you get paid to watch YouTube and, and engage with YouTube? And why wouldn't... 
you know, I don't know. I like this idea. I think we need to see this for YouTube. That would be super sick. Okay. Uh, back to the story. The author ends with the business model of Fountain. So like, what is this business model? So I'm going to read a little bit here. Fountain also offers a premium version for a monthly fee. The subscription fee allows listeners to create custom playlists and send payments without incurring transaction fees. Fees are the Fountain's lifeblood. The company makes money by taking a cut of all payments. For example, with non-premium users send payments to support podcasters, Fountain takes a cut. The company also takes a 20% fee for funds paid by podcasters who want to promote their content. The non-conventional aspect of its business model is built on maintaining a budget to pay listeners, which goes to my point earlier. If you're getting all if Fountain is getting all this revenue in, is it really enough? to pay the amount of listeners that are on the platform. I guess we'll find out, but that's what the world of startups is all about. Uh, the money goes back into paying listeners. So we really optimize our business model to be able to continue paying our regular listeners who come to Fountain every day to allow them to keep on earning. So I think that's really interesting. I'm going to pay attention to this. I'm gonna, definitely going to go check this out and you be able, so you can find this podcast on, on Fountain. And you can earn, I'm very curious about this kind of statement right here, if you come every day. So maybe you don't get paid, or maybe you get paid significantly less, like a fraction of a penny. I mean, I don't even know, like what is 100 millionth of Bitcoin right now? If Bitcoin stay trading at 19,000, uh, and you multiply that by point. Zero 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 zero. Let's see. That's a hundred thousand. That's a million. Bam. So one Satoshi. One two three four five six seven eight. Yeah, one Satoshi is I think point zero 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 one nine cents. So it's not that much, but it'll add up over time as, as Bitcoin goes up. But I guess if I'm paying $10 and you're only giving us a to one Satoshi, you know, then I think that that's, I don't know. We'll see. But what do you think about this? Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and I'll be looking into this. I'm also have an interview uh, with the co-founder of the company that launched Starbucks rewards program. That's going to be going up live going up uh, this weekend. So definitely check that out. It's really interesting. He was selling adult diapers four or five years ago, but when he got into crypto, and quit his job and drove across, drove like halfway across the country to go to a party where he met his future business partners. It's a really awesome story for anybody that's interested in what the startup process is like in crypto and Web3. And I'm looking for more topics like that. So if you know anybody who is like a rising crypto entrepreneur or enthusiast who wants to talk about it, I'd love to interview them on the show. And so shoot me a shoot me a message at listen at how about that crypto.com or you can leave it in the comments section below or you can hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter is at Bitcoin Stylus. All that information is in the link and is in the description below. All right. Until then, I look forward to hearing from you. Have a good day. Hoddle on.